Yes, I love all of the songs. <laughs> I know. What's the but... deal with that? We can't put all of the songs on there, Diane. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could. Maybe if we just say, that's it, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't need to talk. Just to listen talk. to this. Check this out. <laughs> Check this out. That's right. It's 8.39 a.m. Saturday, April the 10th, 2021. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. What's with the pa? Just pa. Just pa? Just pa around? Just pa pa? Poo poo pa pa? Sorry. It's lovely Saturday, kind of kind of that springtime wetness and dampness that I love so much, and uh, other people might not. Other drip, drip, people. Drop little April showers in the what? Drip, drip, drop little April showers. What can compare to your musical sound? Musical sound. Musical sound. Drip, drop, drip, drop. How come I've never heard this before? It was in Bambi when we were kids. Oh, Bambi. No wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So here we are. Uh, I don't feel very witty. <laughs> so I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to, you know. You don't feel witty? I don't feel like I'm going to be able to wander off into some side trail of consciousness that will remind people that I'm just kind of. I got myself a cup of coffee here and I'm going to take me a sip. Deviant in that way. And that I <laughs> probably deviant. need some sort of treatment. Ah, yeah, and, and some sort of. Uh, intervention by uh, I'm not going to let you get that treatment and intervention because no. I like your oh. you know your deviant ways <laughs> Alrighty. okay well the future looks bright ladies and gentlemen so all I can say is that the future looks bright so it's been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine and it's uh, continuing to be so what with the appliances and things yeah the ongoing saga of the appliances, uh, mixed with uh, some musical uh, things that were stellar and promised to be so moving forward. Yes. Right, Diane? Yes, indeed. Yes. We had a uh, magical concert on Tuesday night with Neil Woodall. Man, that was magical. It was fun. You know, and, the, and just for some reason, knowing that all of those people were there in the uh, watching and i i always wonder if it's the same for the for you guys just if i'm feeding you the the information of who's there but for me just seeing the names coming up i just feel like oh my god chayla and ula are here and and dick and and hopefully tammy and santa and chris and lisa you know and then all of the people who have been coming regularly to the treehouse concerts but the people that were from the days in the 1980s Heidi and Janice having been there was was unusual and uh really wonderful I was thinking about that in terms of you know what's the difference in the sensation for the performer you can't you know it's hard to quantify it's a it's a different kind of experience uh to be not seeing the audience 
but knowing that they're there, I mean, that is a, a, a kind of a new level of awareness that has kind of grown up around the Treehouse concerts, and it has become more of the kind of, uh, you know, two-way communication that I miss from performing in person with people. Um, it, has, it has occupied more of that space as we've gone, but now I'm like, well, when I think about performing in front of a live audience again, I'm like, wow, what is that going to be like? I'm trying to remember <laughs> in the... Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee. In the sensorium of my body and, you know... You, boy. My experience. It's good coffee. What does that actually feel like? I feel like the first time I play in front of a decent-sized crowd again, I'm going to be completely emotionally destroyed. <laughs> uh, you know, know, just because it's going gonna, it's gonna to feel... That feeling of what comes back at you from an audience... Yeah. is so tangible, so potent in the moment. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's interesting to think about. And it's also, you know, part of the part of the doing the shows with other people is the amount of tension that I carry <laughs> in my body throughout. Like the fact that Neil's signal was kind of janky, you know, in yeah. spots, you know, I was just sitting there going, "Oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please." You know, so you got that part of it going. I just don't think that the audience is watching it with the same uh, perfectionist tendencies because we're just so thrilled. In fact, I was so happy to be able to share Neil Woodall's music with people who had never heard it. That was such a treat to have all those people just going, oh my God, who is this this guy been all my life? Where can I get his music? What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. Where's his website? Where's his band camp page? <laughs> and I know that Cindy always listens to our Bill and Diane shows, and uh, it really pleased me to share his music with Cindy because Cindy was, uh, you know, the the person that brought me brought you into the into folk this, music and Celtic music. Yeah, yeah, it was because of her that all this happened. So I felt like this was. One of the many ways that I'm trying to pay her back for that. Have I thanked you for that myself personally, Cindy? (laughs) Have I said thank you for bringing this world into Diane so that I could, you know, so that we could find each other and things of that nature? Thank you. Thank you, Cindy. Anyway, yeah, it was was totally a wonderful experience. And uh, and I'm, I'm very glad that I didn't find out until after that Neil Neil's signal was coming from this little tiny battery powered thing uh, that worked off of his telephone signal that was a Wi-Fi hotspot generator that you I guess you can get I've talked to Tim about it. he says well we use those all the time like when we're at trade shows and stuff like that yeah but you know if I had known that going in I probably would have been even more you know clenched in in dread that you know we would lose him or something like that but anyway it was a good time. But it was so wonderful to just feel the feelings. I know. So Neil I, does. Neil puts out a, a, an energetic field that is completely unique to him, and it is just drenched in this kind of positivity, but but deep. It's got it's got all kinds of depth to it. Well, Bill and I have this theory that Neil Woodall is a bodhisattva yes. sent down to. Um, give us heart and hope in this earthly sphere and it seems like the longer i've known neil and it's partly because neil is older now and he is more fully himself than he has ever been before that that 
the potency of that spirit seems to be just getting stronger and stronger, which I think is, personally, I find it very nourishing. Yes. So, so that was definitely a highlight, wasn't it? It was definitely. More of a highlight than the ongoing saga of the, of the appliances. Ah, oh, the appliances I don't really want to talk about. <laughs> Okay. Suffice it to say that um, we're trying to upgrade our 40-year-old kitchen. Yeah. And uh, and it's one of those weird things. The only thing I am going to say about it is that all my life I've been thinking, you know, I'm going to put this off till later because I've just never done any major remodeling in this place. Yeah. Uh, and... And we still aren't doing any major remodeling, but uh, but we're doing some what they probably would call refreshing. Oh yeah, refreshing. A refreshing oh, of the yeah. kitchen area, mm. and uh, it deserves it, and we deserve it. But uh, because the because everything is so old, there are there are issues that have been uncovered on every step of the way because everything needs to be updated let's you know like we had a hardwired range and and the new range needs a 220 plug and so we have to get some rewiring done the new ranges are bigger than the old ranges were and we had to cut out some of our countertop but that has led diane to have the the brilliant idea of resurfacing our countertops and it's going to look amazing and we're going to paint our cabinets rather than replace or reface right that's and why refreshing is the yeah. idea and i think it's all going to look fantastic and i yeah. think it's going to be great because well, we're using the kitchen because yeah. we're home all the time yeah. now and well and we're cooking in there yeah. all the time it used to be just me i was doing the bulk of the cooking yeah. in the kitchen for well for, for many years because yeah. you were at work all because the time. i was all at work all day but yeah. i would cook on the weekends right. but a lot of times we go out on the weekends right. but now i have uh People may or may not know that I love to cook, and I have been a um, a person that has done a lot of cooking in the past. And being at home and not being able to go out has reignited my love of cooking. Right. So then it started to feel like we need some better appliances to do this on. Um, so it's been a it's been hectic this week because of all that because there's been a lot of uh thinking we were getting something then not because of this or that you know the yeah, the stove the rain new range has been here twice yeah. but hasn't made it up the stairs yet and uh because of one thing and another uh, but because i think of the countertop think, and now because of the hard wiring right and i so. think monday is going to be it i think monday's the day monday's the day it's going to finally be here but the problem is, I have to work all next week. Ah, that's okay. At the doc's office, so hopefully it'll all be uh, moot sure by s- then. It'll, I'm sure it'll be smooth. But that's uh, that's been going on, and I I'm really happy that I'm finally giving myself permission at age 64 <laughs> to try to to do some things uh, for for our environment. Yeah, I mean, and I, we're not doing it. And it's the, the fact, I think that what's liberating and nice about it is that we're doing it to please ourselves. That's not right. with the idea of sprucing up for resale or, you know, making it more attractive. If we ever do sell the place or something yeah. like that, we're doing, well, what do we want to have done? That's yeah. right. What, so. what would give us the most pleasure? Yeah. So I that's, mean, somebody who buys this place is going to probably revamp everything anyway. Oh yeah. Well, for example, in, 
in my mother's house when yeah. we sold that. We had gotten a new cooktop in her area, and they took it out yeah. immediately and got another one. So, you know, I feel like people just do what they do, and so we're going to do what we do. it's also very strange. <laughs> yes. Take a shot of the usual if you're looking for a change. Yeah. Other than that, we also got... Um, vaccinated yesterday our first vaccine vaccine yesterday and it was super easy and the people were just i don't know we got to figure out a way to do more volunteering that just looked like a great gig i was thinking once we get all vaxxed up and and i i would like to volunteer at that i just don't think i could stand that long though anymore but maybe we can help with some other back-end stuff yeah, because it was a drive through at North Seattle Community College. And we found out the night before that it would be a drive through I was trying to find the the uh, entrance that we should come in and found out that it was going to be a drive through And I thought, wow, that is fantastic. Yeah. And we were a little afraid that there'd be a line of cars and stuff, but there really wasn't. No, it it was, was like a... Being very well handled. It's like they had... They had probably a few more people than they absolutely needed, but it made it very clear all the way along where you were supposed to go, what you were supposed to do, what the procedure was, and where you go to wait the 15 minutes after you get the shot, that kind of thing. So, I just felt uh, an outpouring in my heart towards all the people who were volunteering and doing this. And I was blowing kisses at people at the end, and Bill was joking and uh, about it. But I was just like, man... These people are heroes in my eyes, and I just want them to know you, you know, I have nothing else. I have no flowers to throw. No flowers? I had no flowers to throw. Yeah. Well, who, so, was the, who was the outfit? Where, it was Seattle Visiting Nurses Association. Yeah, that's it. It's the Seattle Visiting Nurses Association. Thank you, thank you to those people. Man. For, uh, and it was so well organized. Yeah. I, I just, we were... We had a bit of trepidation just about various things in that um, during that day, but but I was saying I'm sure it will be well organized, but it was better organized than I had even imagined right. it would be. Yep. So it was good. And tonight I get to perform with a uh, couple of old dear friends, Larry Morante and Belinda Bowler. God, I can't believe I get to. God, play with I know Belinda Bowler because I haven't seen back, her since the 1980s either. Going back 40 years here to, uh, I used to watch Belinda when she used to play at Henny's in Spokane when I was still in college, and and uh, she's just an amazing performer. And Larry is also an amazing performer. That guy knows how to sing. I know. I just felt like the riches in music of this week of the live stream concerts is pretty outstanding. Yeah. So these are really highlights in my life right now. And I have really attributed these live stream concerts and the people who are coming to your concerts, um, as the reason that this isolation time has not been as, yeah as oppressive or detrimental to us as it may be to others is because of all of you folks who are coming to these concerts and making it a social the feeling of a social gathering it's It's just when i used to play live when i would play live in front of an audience i know i've said this before but i'm going to say it again because it continues to be true and gets more true 
um, there would always be this sense as I'm up there performing and I'd see these familiar faces out there and I'd see them leaning over and saying stuff to each other and stuff during the show. And I'd be like, what are they, what are they talking about? What are you, I'm up stuck up here. You know, I don't get to be this, I don't get the social part of it, you know, and stuff like that. And, uh, I'd never really know what they were talking about during the show. Now I can know because I can go back through all the comments after the live stream is over and respond to them myself and be interactive in them. Although I actually love your concerts because people do speak to you during the concerts. Well, I do encourage that. And uh, I love that. Yeah. I mean, some of the things that people have said <laughs> during your concerts yeah. have just been hilarious. Yeah, I, know. I think about John Daly's comments. Wow. <laughs> or Tim Swiger if he comes. I or, know. Uh, Steve, oh, my uh, God. It's like. Like the audience is providing part of the show too, so that's well, still happening true. with it's these. True. It's the like the audience is providing part of the show, yeah. and so I I have I I sincerely thank all of the people who are coming, because for me as the hand, <laughs> I have really felt every Tuesday night like I have participated in a like I've been in a social gathering right. and how could you even imagine that that would be possible well i, I think know. the absence of actual human contact kind of allows for that part of your senses to kind of be slowly enhanced over yeah. time that's why i think being around a crowd of people again is going to be overwhelming I on know. some level probably emotionally because i just i feel like uh, you have this desire to embrace each and every person, you know, in some kind of uh, to show gratitude, you know, for this, for how they've kept us going during this time, you know. Well, and also, I just feel like I have gotten to know a lot of people that I never would have had the chance to know because they aren't even here; right. they're in some distant area. Right, and like that's... Uh, Holly Trout Cooper, who I knew when I was a kid. You know, suddenly she's tuning in from from Ohio every week and have been able to interact and with Joseph her. And, and Joseph and Kat, Kat down in Alabama. And, and, yeah. and the people who are out in the meadow, the, you know. Bill Kaufman uh, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah There's no way that I would have ever gotten a chance to get to know some of these folks. And that has been truly a treasure for me. Yeah. It's been great. It's been great. Here's to more of more of same in whatever way it happens. But I think the uh, gives a sense that the treehouse may have a life beyond COVID. Well, I I think you uh, <laughs> you should commit to that for the people who were not yeah. um, local local because I know that that and to tell you the truth, I just love it. I love having the. The concerts on a night that we would never want to be going out every Tuesday. Right. So, that's well really in the eighties we did, but we were you know, 40, well we were forty years younger then. Well, and also that was my entire focus yeah. Yeah. when I was in Victory Music. Right. So, so shall we talk about the music? Let's talk about the music. You go ahead. Well, everybody was so wowed by by Neil's performance if they hadn't heard him and a lot of people as we were mentioning earlier were saying oh my gosh where can I hear more music of his and the interesting thing about Neil is that he has never really done a lot of recording he's yeah. done some but 
uh, he did one LP called Long Track, wasn't it? Yep. Do we even have the ability to get that? I don't know. I, don't, I mean, it would be wonderful to I used digitize to own it. that. I don't know where it ended up, but I used to own the the LP, but I don't have a turntable anymore, and so I don't know where you one would find a copy of Long Track these days. And then he did this wonderful cassette. Uh, private property. Private property, of which we are going to play a couple of, of numbers. We thought we would include several Neil Woodall because you can just listen. It'll make the show longer, but you'll be able to listen more Neil Woodall, so yeah. who cares? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I always thought it was interesting. It was almost like you'd have to happen upon Neil Woodall's music. And when you did, it just... You would, would count f- it as one of the happiest accidents of your life. Uh, yeah. I, I wanted to say that the very first concert that I ever went to through Victory Music was a Neil Woodall concert at the Perfect Blend in Puyallup. Yeah. We were hosting that. That was the first concert I was participant of. I'd never met Neil and he sang, I, I remember he sang fishing songs, the song that he, one of the songs he sang on the show uh, on Tuesday. And I was just, my heart just leapt when I heard that because I hadn't heard that in so long. Right. Um, and, right. and I remember thinking, oh my God, who is this guy? <laughs> you know, so I've been since that time an unabashed Neil, Neil Woodall, Woodall fan. Thing. But I have written several articles about Neil uh, over my time and definitely have reviewed some of his albums. And I mean, some of his albums. Definitely reviewed <laughs> his one album and, and, uh, and dropping in on concerts and all that. But and when he was here in 2013 visiting, we did record a few songs upstairs in my little studio on special requests because he was he was staying um he was living in texas so he was visiting here and he stayed with us for a couple of nights um in your wordshed yeah it was good and uh so the recording quality is not as good as the stuff you'll hear from the album so that's the reason that there but, was oh my gosh. difference. I had requested him to sing the song <laughs> that he used to sing on stage from time to time, um, Golden Daffodils, which is not one that he wrote. Seven but, Golden Daffodils. Oh, Seven Golden Daffodils. Yeah. And uh, whenever he'd sing it, I just would think, I love this song. And then I'd listen to other people sing it, and I thought, oh, <laughs> this is not the song. Well, it's, it's because the first time you heard the song, you know, was Neil's version. Yeah. That became the standard from which any, everything else was compared. Well, and, he uh, has a sort of wistful, he slows down the song and sings it wistfully versus these kind of bouncy, <laughs> just, uh, which... I don't think I've heard any of the, ver- the other versions that you're talking about, so... Well, one time I was looking for that song because I was missing it before we had this one recorded by Neil, and I was going, oh, no, this is not what I anticipated. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) But it is true that when you have a favorite version of a song that someone has presented, it's pretty hard to go back. It's pretty hard to go to listen to somebody else do it. feel the same way about some of Kat's versions of songs. Right. 
I feel that way about your version of Two Fires. I love your version of Two Fires. So, you know, everybody's got their special ones. But, exactly. But the other two songs are from Private Property, and, and Private Property actually had the harmonies mm-hmm. of... Janice Garper and Heidi Muller and Kat Eggleston, I yeah. believe, were all featured. Like, yeah, they, and probably other people that I'm forgetting. I don't know if Karen Blaine was around then or Jill Kennan or any of these other amazing voices that were part of uh, Victory Music back in those days. And uh, I think Neil just kind of pulled out all the stops for, for private property. I'm sad that it never got released on CD. But what, it's not too late. What I would like to propose, and that's why I was saying for the people who would like to hear more of Neil, that what we're going to try to do is see whether there's a way that Neil can get up on Bandcamp and yeah. and uh, with these digitized versions of the the cassette. Because when uh, when I first heard when you digitized the cassette and and when I first heard it again, I was in tears it's just like when i got that stanley greenthal songs of the journey if you've only had something in cassette version and then all of a sudden you can hear it again because you the cassettes were worn out or broke or whatever wobbly sounding but it's uh the songs that i wanted to have on the bill and diane show for today were ones that i love they're all of the songs on private property are wonderful, but uh, thematically, yes. um, both from the standpoint of us talking about Neil Woodall being sort of a bodhisattva kind of character, it, uh, the um, the song "Spring Is on Its Way." No, uh, "Spring Is on Its Way" is the one that is just thematically about about the times that we lived with uh, all of these people living for the music, you know, and also because spring is on its way. Yes. Um, but it's uh, called As We're Traveling Through, and it's kind of like a little mini biography, autobiography of Neil. Yeah, and well, both of them are in some, in, yeah. in some way. So. I do adore his music. Yeah. Always so. will be an unabashed Neil Woodall fan. I may not have a mansion I haven't any land Not even a paper dollar Wrinkle in my hand I can show you morning From a thousand hills and kiss you and give you seven daffodils I may not have a fortune to buy you fancy things But I can weave you moonbeams For your necklaces and rings 
I can show you morning from a thousand hills and kiss you and give you seven daffodils. Seven golden daffodils All shining in the sun They light our way to evening When the day is done I can give you music And a crust of bread And a pillow Piney bounds to rest your Seven golden daffodils All shining in the sun They light our way to evening When the day is done I can give you music And a crust of bread And a pillow of pine to rest your head and a pillow of piney bounds to rest your
And as I daze on the water, sun starts to shine. Takes me away to another time when we laughed and we cried. We did not ask why. We were loving for the music and ready to fly. And I don't know when it will come again, but like a Caliban ghost, it lingers in the wind. Season moves along. Spirit of the moment fills me with a song like a cloud in the sky. I feel I can fly as the wind of words pass through me. The tears they fill my eyes, and I don't know when it will come again. Though the wisdom of my soul says there is no end. Out my window on an old gray day. South breeze is blowing and spring is on its way. Is on its way. Is on its way. Summer's morn when this baby boy was born And I swear there was music in his eyes Said I come down from the clouds Something's put me in the crowds And I feel the sun now beating down my brow Then it was out to the streets For his destiny to meet just singing for the ones down on their feet Yeah, and he learned from one and all Watched them rise and heard them fall Thinking, is there really meaning to this song? As we're traveling through this life and on to new dimensions in our souls Take a good look around, there's many treasures to be found. Keep in mind that you reap just what you sow. Now 
through the intertwining years Mixed with joys and daily fears The spirit slowly makes its way Yet it's part you and me As the leaves are to a tree This ever-constant searching To be free Let's step right up now if you dare There is so much for us to share Don't let the fear and the anger win out Yeah, for the love that's left unsaid Keeps this world sick and unfed Oh, grab my hand together now We shall shout We can all truly be anything we care to see there is no time for greater hope But if the miles have left you bare Yes, if you do not think you care Do not be tricked into the noose of your own rope Sparkle in my eye Just remember You're looking at yourself Yeah, we all have the keys To unlock these deeper needs A chance to climb off From the shelf As we're traveling through This world and on to new Adventures in our times Take a good look around There's many treasures to be found You may know them by the warm glow In your mind 